0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Nova Scent staring right at third base. The pitch, hammered high, deep, gone. And that is a grand slam for Eugenio Suarez. Oh, my. Four nothing reds. nothing like saving your best for the biggest spots third grand slam for eugenio suarez and he has put the reds up four zip here in the third that is how it sounded 700 wlw their reds radio network the reds win today 5-4 over the pirates welcome into the locked on reds podcast i'm your host James Rapine, and it is great to be with you following a Reds series win over a, a division opponent. The National League Central has dominated the Reds this year. They did uh, handle, technically they won a series because it was a one-game series, And uh, but outside of that, they hadn't won a series against a National League Central opponent all season. Well, boom! Until now. And the Reds, they got six innings from Luis Castillo. He gave up two earned runs, two walks, 90 total pitches, five strikeouts, and as you heard there, the Grand Slam. Eugenio Suarez is just balling, and it's it's crazy to think about because he missed multiple weeks. He's got 34 RBIs right now, 34 RBIs on the season, seven home runs. He's hitting two eighty at the plate. If he can continue this, it's. I mean, I was already on board with the the seven seven year deal that he got, but if he could continue this, it would just it would be such a huge huge boost uh, long term for the Reds. But I'm excited. Look, I'm excited because the Reds they won a series, and they, they had a good West Coast trip, and then they had a setback against Chicago. But it's the Cubs, and you're going to lose three out of four to the Cubs, and they rebounded and took two of three from the Pirates. That's how you do it. And it's it's one of those things. Now, what can they do on the road? They go to Colorado. We'll get to more or, or get to that more so uh, tomorrow on the podcast, more of a, a preview of the weekend ahead. But as far as the Reds go, as far as this week goes, how are you feeling, Matt Harvey? Pitched well this week. Luis Castillo pitched well. Homer Bailey yesterday. See, that's the thing. I, I this early game threw me off Homer Bailey was eh yesterday the Reds lost and I'll get I'll get to that a little bit later in the podcast because I do want to dive into that a little bit also some of your questions as well I got some uh, a couple questions I want to get to that you tweeted me at James Rapine on Twitter I'm pleasantly surprised with what I've seen from the Reds the past couple of days and e- even yesterday they lost and Vado didn't tag up in the 11th and that was this big thing should he have shouldn't he have okay fine but overall, Luis Castillo, solid start today. Matt Harvey, solid start. Homer Bailey, he's destined. Robert Stevenson's starting tomorrow for the, the AAA Louisville Bats. Unless something crazy happens, that means that Stevenson's the guy. That Stevenson's going to be the guy for the Reds, and he's going to replace Homer Bailey in the rotation. And that's all well and good. But I need to see improvement from some of these other guys. This weekend, what's Sal Romano going to do? Tyler Malley, I'm curious to see what we're going to see from him now or or what he's going to do on the mound. These guys need to be more consistent. So Matt Harvey, solid so far. Uh, His best outing maybe of the year, including his Mets, including what he did with the Mets. In fact, I will say that that was his best outing of the year. Today, Luis Castillo pitched well. It helped that he got run support, but overall, pitched well against a team in Pittsburgh that I didn't think was going to be very good coming into the season, but certainly has overachieved the first 50 games of this year. Overall, I feel good. I feel good about the Reds. Look, this was a 3-18 ball club. They were 3-18. and And since then, they're 15-15. and That's perspective. They are, the past couple weeks, what I expected them to be. Around 500 this time of year. The past couple weeks. Now, at home, they've been dreadful. That's what's crazy. They're nine and nineteen at home. Still minus fifty-four run differential on the year. Nine and fourteen on the road. Central. Their their record against the NL Central, and this is why this series win against the the Pirates is so so critical. They are six and nineteen against the National League Central. That's insane to me. That is just insane. Um, but overall, you get a series win. Now you, you go to, to Colorado four three, three three, three at Arizona, three at San Diego. This is a key, tough, hard stretch for the Reds. Nine games on the road, West Coast, different time zone. What are you going to do? How are you going to respond? I would settle for like five and four. You can go 5-4, and 4-5, four, four and five, hang around in that range. That would be pretty good on this road trip. It would. And then they're back at home at Great American Ballpark Tuesday, June 5th, against Colorado. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. I will get to some of your questions, including one involving Joey Votto tagging up last night's game in a loss, extra innings. Should he or shouldn't he have? We'll get to that next on the Locked on Reds podcast. Yeah, so Reds tied 4-4, 11th inning. Joey Vado with pitcher coming up. Should he have tagged up? You have a weak arm in Dickerson. A lot of people say, yeah, he should have. A lot of people say he should have tagged up there. I'm not sure. Would I have? Probably. I probably would have tagged up. At the same time, I'm, I'm all for being aggressive. When you have 18 wins on the year and you're just trying to get back to relevance, get back to being decent, sometimes forcing the issue is okay. Sometimes going for it on fourth downs is okay. Like if the Bengals were 3 and 8, just go for it on fourth and 1 even if you're on your 30. Who cares? Just go for it. Why not? Take a risk. That's what I would have liked to see from the Reds. I wanted the aggressiveness. I would want Joey Votto to push it because here's the thing and you saw this with the game-winning run On Wednesday night, even if the outfielder makes a great throw to home, the catcher has to catch it, field it, turn his body, make a tag. That's something I took advantage of, and I get it. I played in high school versus pro, but it's something you always do. You want to force them to make plays, force the other team to make the perfect play, make the throw, make the catch, field the ball, make the clean throw, not bounce it, not anything, put pressure on the defense to make a play. Instead, you didn't put pressure on the defense to make a play, and the pitcher was coming up in the order. So I like being aggressive, especially there, especially when you're a team that, let's be honest, has had its fair share of struggles at the plate this season. It's not like Joey Votto was on deck or Scooter Jeanette was on deck. No, he was on third. And I get it. Votto isn't a great base runner. I still would have went. Aggressive. Be Aggressive. Eh, You know how cheerleaders do back in like grade school, high school, that cheer? Why not? Why not? Either way, I am excited. I am pleased. Two out of three against the Pirates. That's good. It could have been three out of three, though. And I wonder if he would have gotten thrown out. Does Dickerson make that throw? Does he make it accurately? Does he get it there? Is it fielded properly? Do they apply the tag? Does the ball stay in the catcher's mitt? All things that I want to know that we'll never get the answer to, unfortunately. Also on Twitter and I love Twitter questions at James Urpain, at Locked On Reds. Drew asks how can you think Scooter Jeanette should or yeah, so he says this, quote, how can you think Scooter Jeanette shouldn't be part of this team's future? He's clearly proven he can hit and is getting better in the field every day. Plus he's a fan favorite. Why get rid of him? Why not play Senzel at short and leave Scooter at second? That sounds good. It does. It sounds good. Um, Jose Peraza is 23 years old. 24, excuse me. He just turned 24 like uh, a month ago. Uh, Three weeks ago. Jose Peraza is 24 years old. I don't know what he is yet. I need to see more of him. Scooter Jeanette's 28, has a year left after this year, is the Reds' best hitter right now, period, but best hitter outside of Joey Votto. I think we can say that. Eugenio Suarez is up there, too. Ultimately, I get it. You like him. He's a good player. He can play a bunch of different positions. I see the value. Again, I, and I've said this, I like Scooter Jeanette, the player. But if another team values him enough to give up something substantial, if I'm the Reds, I do it because I don't want to have to pay Scooter Jeanette $8 million next year. 10 the year after that, or 11 the year after that, or 11 the year after that. Because think about it, hes you could probably get him right now, hey, we're going to give you three years, 11 million per year. You could probably do that, and Scooter Jeanette would probably say, oh, yeah, let's do it. And that means you'd have him first, 29, 30, 31 seasons. Maybe 32, if you depending on if you extend him, however you want to do that. I wouldn't be against it, but where is he playing? Nick Senzel, I'm not saying, oh yeah, we signed Scooter, so Nick, you have to play short. What if he's better at second? Why would you give up on a guy like Jose Peraza, who you traded for because you believed in him? Because, what, he's not great at 24 right away? I would give him some more reps. So to me, Scooter Jeanette, if you re-sign him, he's an outfielder. Or he's, it's clear then that Nick Senzel could play second. And, and the other thing, or, or can play short, the other thing is, it's not like they don't have other second basemen. Alex Blandino, Dilson Herrera, in the organization that are, need to come up at some point. So there, there's this backlog, this log of talent that they have there. And you might say, trade one of those guys, okay. But do they have the value Scudo Jeanette has? That's my point with Jeanette. Like the player, iffy about the money he makes. Ultimately, what can you get for him? If you're only getting a box of rocks, I don't want a box of rocks. I want value. I want something that's worth something. I want a solid starting pitcher. Like a prospect, a Triple A prospect that you project to be a starter, be a Mike League type. Or be, insert whatever name you want. You're not going to get this ace, crazy, amazing prospect for Scooter Jeanette. But if you can get a couple guys, maybe an outfield prospect that you really like and a starting pitcher that you really like, maybe a reliever you really like. I'm about value. It's painful to watch Adam Duvall now because I wanted the the Reds to try to move him when he had higher value, and maybe he didn't, and maybe that's why he's still here. If I'm the Reds, I listen to calls because Scooter Jeanette, I think he should at least have some value. He should. If he doesn't, hang on to him. I'm not saying force him out. Just trade him to trade him. No, 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 no. I want Scooter Jeanette, but I also want to see what he's worth because if he's worth a lot, I'm moving and trading Scooter Jeanette. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Reds. It's a three-game series for Colorado. We'll preview it tomorrow on the show. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Our numbers are growing, growing, growing. Word is getting out. I'm sorry. I know this is a weird time for the podcast. It's like 6.20 Eastern time, Thursday night. But the reason is that noon game. Normally I record it around noon, or around 1, 1.30. And instead, couldn't. And I didn't want to record something last night at my house from my home office because, well, there was a noon game. So I figured I would do that now. I appreciate you guys for listening. Until next time, when we will preview the weekend that will be a holiday weekend for the Reds. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.